one Bible. Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HaluaalohaGardenAndKitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448. Eight six four five five. Mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save ten percent off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. Live nighttime racing at Los Alamitos is in full swing every Saturday and Sunday with action-packed thoroughbred racing and thrilling quarter horse racing every night. And as always, Los Alamitos features night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. Last Sunday night, the early pick four had a pool of nearly $180,000, while the total pool in the pick six was more than $160,000. And remember, Los Alamitos still offers the $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Our total pick six pools average over $60,000 each racing night. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgard Sports Bar with a large wagering area and wall-to-wall big-screen TVs. We're all about the horse players. It's a new meet, but great racing is always here Saturday and Sunday nights at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California-bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. 
These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California-bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. There they go. O'Hara lost the rider. Native diver is going to the front. Gamely and rising market nose and nose. And Gamely is the winner by a nose rising. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by World Class Racing at Spectacular Santa Anita, just east of Pasadena in Arcadia. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, taken from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Fordham Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By the luxurious Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, overlooking the majestic Kona Coast on the island of Hawaii. Visit HalualohaGardenAndKitchen.com and make your reservations now for the event of a lifetime. By the Rags and Sheets. Get past the obvious and get the information you need to win. Get the rags and sheets. Buy the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. Buy the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own and breed in California. Buy Legacy Ranch, where stands California's big three, Clubhouse Ride, Mr. Big, and Straight Fire. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call my buddy Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the Lumberadian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just across the street from the Great Race Place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani McBrien. A very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us. Uh, boy, the day after some outstanding world-class racing coast-to-coast. And, of course, highlighted uh, yesterday by National Treasures. Big win in the $3 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Flavion Pratt at his absolute best and uh, holding off a, a very live long shot that Jonathan Hardoom was all over. And uh, we'll be talking about that in just a moment. National Treasure, according to our morning line maker at Santa Anita, John White, got a 105 buyer speed figure. Uh, the race prior to that back there, really, I thought a remarkable performance from some remarkable connections. The lone filly in the lineup in the $1 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational Turf. Uh, in a field of 12, it was Warm Heart, a four-year-old filly by Galileo, 
ridden by that guy, Ryan Moore, for that trainer, Aiden O'Brien. Just a, a, a breathtaking turn of foot and up to win yesterday's $1 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational Turf versus the boys. That was quite a performance. And what about Phil D'Amato's uh, new Grange yesterday? Absolutely all heart. Uh, got a new rider yesterday in veteran Victor Espinosa. Victor, coming into yesterday, only had had 14 mounts at the current meet dating back to the day after Christmas. Had one win to show for it. And, boy, he was all smiles uh, following yesterday's San Pasquale uh, as New Grange uh, got off a 2-1 to one and returned $6.20. And he was just nails late. Uh, you know, showed great speed out of the gate. Wasn't really hustled, but he's got just so much intrinsic ability. He's so good right now. By the way, according to John White, he got a 97 buyer speed figure. Uh, the San Pasquale traditionally, uh, you know, a stepping stone to the Santa Anita Handicap but it sure looks like they're pointing to that $12 million uh, Dubai World Cup on March 30th. Excuse me, having trouble with the voice again. But uh, a, a lot of great racing to talk about. I thought a sensational ride earlier on the card yesterday at Santa Anita. At race three, uh, Kazushi Kimura aboard Aventap. Uh, boy, what a, what a performance late. And uh, Aventamp uh, ha- ha- held on by a head there for trainer Mark Glatt, paid nineteen sixty to win. We're going to have Kimura's agent, uh, Brian Beach, on with us uh, early in hour two. I'll tell you what, whatever's going around, I, I'm, I'll be glad when I'm rid of it. Sorry about that, folks. Can take a couple little pauses here in hour one. Let's get back to Saratoga Springs. Say hello to Jonathan Hardoon of the Raggers and Sheets. Maybe he can help me out. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Oh, never been better, John. <laughs> you sound good. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been a rough week, but it seems right, like we'll everything's fine till right I get here. talking, and then, man, the voice just goes. I want to start coughing and everything else. Anyway, a big day at Goldstream, not only yesterday, but what about today? They've got a $928,000 carryover in their Rainbow Six races, 6 through 11, mandatory payout, and they're saying the pool could hit $6 million back there, John. Yeah, I believe it, Mike. They have full fields, and it's not an easy pick six, and and a terrific card, really a terrific betting card, as was yesterday. What a day of racing. I mean, that was like a mini Breeders' Cup. It was. They lived up to the billing. Uh, one race was better than the next. And uh, full cards, full fields, and uh, a little something for everybody. The Ortiz brothers showed themselves off. Baffer won the Classic. Yep. It was just a great day of racing. And back to the 12th race, Walmart, that's all you were talking about. What a ride by Ryan. Moore. Unreal. He saved the heads, Mike. His boot had to be touching that, that inside. Head, yeah. Believe me. Uh, without that ride, she doesn't win. And uh, she was the only filly in a field of colts and geldings. And she will be retired after that race. And she's going to the breeding shed. And uh, she's going to bring some. Her babies are going to bring a lot of money. I'll tell you that much. You, you would certainly think so. By the way, that was Baffert's third win in that uh, Pegasus World Cup Invitational. John, I was a little surprised I hadn't talked to Bob all week because I really hadn't wanted to get around too many people in the mornings. I've been under the weather. But I thought he'd be back there, but he wasn't. He was here at Santa Anita, and so Jimmy Barnes handled everything, and it went well. Yeah, and again, you know, Pratt certainly made the difference. The whole question is if this horse could lay off the pace and win because his two wins were both wire to wire. 
I don't know if it was, if it was more of a hoist the gold coming back or national treasure going by, but in any case, he took all the heat. He just he put in a, an unbelievable performance. Senor Buscador got the setup that we were hoping he was going to get. Turning for home in the middle of the stretch, it looked like he was going by, but uh, National Treasure held on by a long neck. Take nothing away from either one of them. They both ran super. And uh, Junior Alvarado was on Senor Buscador, and Flavian Pratt was on the winner National Treasure. And, and John, uh, because of what you had to say to John Lindo and Bob Ike here yesterday morning, I, you really got my attention with uh, uh, Senor Buscador off of the way he had overcome a bias to run a huge second in the Cigar Mile, uh, you know, up there at the Big A. And so I bet a couple of dollars on him. My gosh, was he 20 on the line? He got off at 7 or 8 to 1, John? Yeah, he went off 9 to 1. Nine. And Todd Fincher, the trainer, deserves so much credit, Mike. Right. You know, he pulled a, a Dutro move. When Dutro shipped the White Barrio out to Santa Anita before the Breeders' Cup, he kept them there training before yep. the race. Well, Fincher did the exact same thing with Senor Buscador. After the Aqueduct Cigar Mile, he shipped them straight to Gulfstream. And other horses that ship to Florida, they go to the training centers, Palm Meadows, Palm Beach Downs. But he trained this horse at Gulfstream, and he was training really well. And believe me, that's not a trap for a horse like this. It usually favors speed, you know. But you knew there was going to be a meltdown, and uh, he ran on, and uh, we planned it out perfect, except we didn't get the result we wanted. But well, nothing away from he super well, anybody who bet on that horse, as I did, just a couple of dollars yesterday, you, you really felt like you got your money's worth because you did. And hats off to Baffert and National Treasure, John. Uh, you know, that race, it's a mile and one-eighth, and I mean, you got to go. You got to go. And he did. And then to be able to withstand the late charge like he did, have something left, it's a tribute to Baffert and, of course, Flavion Pratt, a jock who does make a difference. No question about that, Mike. And, John, uh, also at, at Goldstream yesterday and Santa Anita, this $1 coast-to-coast pick five came back huge, $62,766. Uh, big factor, an $87.80 winner in the 10th at Goldstream. Yeah, well, that'll help, Mike. When you get, and what's interesting is it's a dollar bet. So, you know, and when you have full fields like that, you got to put money into it. You're not getting away doing it cheap, and uh, whoever hit a good job, I guess there were a couple of winners, and uh, they found that big price horse, and, and they got well rewarded. And a feel-good story, as I noted, with Victor Espinosa taking over on New Grange yesterday. John, he's just, a, you know, he's later in his career. He's 51 years of age, uh, and he's just, he isn't riding that much, but he certainly demonstrated he can get the job done. Uh, he got a 97 buyer feet speed figure. I think they, I passed that along. I'll put you in the position of being with those ownership connections. You're thinking about the big cap and the $12 million in Dubai. What, what's your decision? I would leave them home and run in the big cap, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, shipping across the world, and you're not facing uh, anything but real killers in, those, in that race. I mean, yeah. coming from everywhere. Why not stay home? And it certainly be a lot easier. And uh, hopefully Victor Espinosa sticks with him. Because he's a good guy, Mike. You know, uh, the last couple of years, he obviously isn't riding what he used to ride when he rode uh, steadily for Baffert. You know, it's nice that the model's giving him an opportunity, and he deserves it. Yeah. Hey, far be it for either you or me to second-guess Phil. This guy does a magnificent <laughs> job managing his stable. But, boy, 
New Grange, if you stay home, it looks like you're going to be a short price in the big cap. And then, obviously, the Breeders' Cup Classic at $6 million at Del Mar, that's got to be the primary objective this year. You would think so. Yeah. So, anyway, a lot to consider, John. Uh, anyway, uh, we've got 11 at Gulfstream, and I think we'll we have 10 at Aqueduct today. Where, where do you want to go for uh, for your hour one play? We're avoiding Aqueduct, Mike. It's a swimming pool. It has rained so much the last two days. Uh, hopefully they get the card, and that's how bad I think the track is today. So let's look at, uh, there is, a, of course, the mandatory pad at Gulfstream. So let's see if we can give everybody some help with a nice 10-to-1 shot in the eighth race today. Seven furlongs on the main track. And I really like the number six horse in here, Mona Kaya Down. This is a four-year-old cult from the Bob Hess farm. Louis Sia is aboard to ride. He's listed at 10-to-1 on the morning line. He's an improving horse, getting better with each start. Cuts back to seven furlongs today. I think he gets a great trip in here. Number six, Mona Kia down, 10-to-1 on the morning line. Upsets and wins today's eighth race out at Gulfstream Park. Okay, and uh, John, a quick word on the website, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Blue Best Place, $10, full car, $25. Today we have Africa, Gulf Street, Oakland, and, of course, Santa Anita Selection. And, and last thing, John, before I head up to the South Point, I want to point out I've had a lot of people calling me questions about some news that broke, I guess, Friday, but I was unaware of it until yesterday, <coughs> about uh, a, a, a new race, a new race day kind of being proposed late September at Santa Anita, uh, where the awesome again would now be the California crown. Uh, I there's a lot of moving parts here. I'm all for big days. Uh, the thing about the awesome again, though, it's not a three-year-old stake. It's three and up. So if you did create a new race for three-year-olds, uh, the best to, of my knowledge, John, you wouldn't be able to get a graded delineation on that for a couple of years. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. And the awesome again, obviously, has been our prep that time of the year for the Breeders' Cup Classic. So... Uh, a, a lot of moving parts. That's about all I can say. I don't know much more about it. I, I think it's a good idea, Mike. They're trying to make it like Pegasus West, I guess, you know, yeah. that kind of day. The question is, they have to. It, it's pretty close to the Breeders' Club, so you don't want to do it too close. It's got to be at least six to, to eight weeks yes. before the Breeders' Club. Otherwise, you're going to lose the Breeders' Club horses. But if they can pull it off, it could really be great because you're going to have horses – that are scheduled to run in the Breeders' Cup that may use that day as prep races. It could turn out to be a monster day for Santa Anita. You know, hopefully it works out. Well, and like you said, there are a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that everyone's not privy to. Yeah. If they could pull it off, I think it could be a major success. And the fact that the Breeders' Cup is here at Del Mar this year. Now, man, this is a, a short run to try and get some of this magnitude done, but... I think that would really help because guys might want to get in a little bit early, a la Rick Dutrow, as he did at you know when we, were, when we ran the Breeders' Cup at Santa Anita with White Barrio. But uh, that might be an added hook that you, hey, you just get into Santa Anita, you can train, great facility, and then you just just van down there about a hundred miles. That's why I think it's a great idea. That's yeah. exactly the point, because the Breeders' Cup is in California, so why not use this shipping early? It'll help field size. It'll help everything. I think it's only a plus. But, again, it's uh, you know they got to be able to, to work it out. 
It's a long way from done. We can just say that, you know. John, looking forward to getting yeah. you back out here uh, for hour two. Speaking of Victor Espinosa, he's going to be riding a mare against the boys in today's Clockers Corner. Maybe get your thoughts on that, an Irish bred, no less, by the name of Hamwood Flyer for kind of the same ownership contingent, trained by George Papa Padromo, six and a half down the hill. It's a good betting race. Looking forward to getting you back. Thanks, John. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. 10-4. Uh, let's get up to the South Point. And now we're down to four teams. AFC-NFC National Championship games today. Dan Sanchez, I got to tell you, I love what I do, but I'm a little bit jealous on a day like this. I wish I was right there at the South Point to take this whole thing in. I know you're going to have a big crew there today. Yeah, it's going to be a big day. Really been looking forward to this, uh, especially this the first matchup. Personally, I like the second, the first matchup, Chiefs versus Ravens. This is just going to be something to watch. Everybody's going to be close to the set. And is Patrick Mahomes going to be able to pull it out? Or is Baltimore like the head and shoulders above everybody else the way they appear to be? It should just be a wonderful game. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously the, the Ravens are, are minus four and a half. Apparently Kansas City's got a, a primary receiver hurt. I forget the guy's name. Then later on today, I think it's 3.30 Pacific, the Niners are minus 7.5 against the Detroit Lions. Uh, I I really don't have any strong feel for either game. i got to be honest, Dan. Um, Yeah, it's the the feelings here is we want the dogs. Let's just say everybody is on the favorites um, as far as we're concerned, is the last information that I had. Um, But – I think the Ravens are just a better team. I think both of these matchups are going to be close at halftime. So if you like the halftimes, um, the Ravens are a minus three, minus 120 favorite in the first half, and the Niners are a minus four, minus 120 in the first half. So if you want to take the other side of of that, because I think it's going to be close. I think these games um, have started to show a pattern where it's 10-10, it's 13-10, something like that. And then the game gets going in the second half. I think the Ravens stronger, more motivated, better coached. And I know I hate to say everybody loves Andy Reid. I get it. I just think Harbaugh is tuned into his team. I think the Ravens cover the four. Um, and I think they do it going away, actually, in the end. On the other side, the Niners and the Lions, if you could tell me what Debo Samuelson is going to do today, I can tell you how this game Exactly. It's going to work out. Yeah. If Detroit knocks Debo Samuelson out of the game on the first play and it's on screen play, or they use him as a decoy and Detroit recognizes that and you know plays the rest of the field rather than Debo, they're in this. If Debo is any kind of healthy and starts making plays, then that's just too many weapons. But I still think yeah. they stay within seven and a half. I think Detroit can run the ball. I think Detroit can shorten this game. Right. Um, their secondary is obviously a problem. But, again, in games like this, first half, you're close. Second half, your defense only has to make one or two plays down the stretch to make on third down to make all the difference. I mean, you can be getting hit for 20, 30-yard gashes, but we didn't give up anything in the red zone. I say we, but Detroit did not give – up anything in the red zone, yeah. uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. So it, 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 the defensive thing, yes, it's a problem. But it's a problem for both teams. San Francisco's secondary isn't all that. Um, it comes down to who can make the plays on defense. I think that's what well, it always comes down to in these big games. Um, but I do think the Lions have more than a puncher's chance 
in this game. Oh, big time. And, and look, Brock Purdy's got to show up for 60 minutes today, you know, not the last seven, eight minutes. Uh, they, they were fortunate to escape with that win. I think a lot of people would agree with that. And Debo Samuel, if he's going to be a decoy, that'll be uh, that'll be diagnosed early on. You know, the Lions, they might they might be a little bit suspect with their secondary, but anybody who saw Purdy last week, he was more than suspect trying to penetrate any secondary. So, boy, there's a lot of ways to look at it. I do think the Ravens are the best team in football, but we'll find that out soon enough. I know you guys are opening up that big ballroom upstairs today, and you do that for the Super Bowl as well, Dan. Yeah, the Super Bowl is, uh, is just everything. Is, every TV is on the Super Bowl. We not only have the ballroom, we have the exhibition space as well. Okay. It's going to be open. So, I mean, there is accommodations for anyone and everyone. Um, we have uh, ticketed parties. We have free parties. Um, the, the bars themselves become their own parties. Uh, it, it's just a – and now that it's here in Vegas, it's really just going to be one – one spectacular. Amazing. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. And, you know, we do have the 24 matchups, just if I could get that real quick. Yeah. The Chiefs are a minus three favorite versus the Lions. The Niners are a three-point favorite against the Chiefs. The Ravens are four and a half against the Lions. And the Niners are a one-point favorite against the Ravens. If you think the Ravens and the <laughs> Niners are getting there, and you like the Ravens, now's the time to bet that. I like that advanced betting, really do. Folks, get up to the South Point. I don't know if there's any rooms left at the South Point. Not too many in Vegas for the Super Bowl. As Dan pointed out, it's going to be played at Allegiant Stadium right off the interstate there. But give Steve Johnson uh, in, in the race book a call at the South Point, toll free, 866-780-RACE or 780-7223. Dan Sanchez, all the best. Enjoy these two final uh, championship games, and we'll coalesce next week. All right. I appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll hit this break a little bit early if we can, Jake, and uh, coming out of it strong. Got a lot to talk about with John Lindo and then Orlando Gutierrez. They had the big uh, PCQHRA awards Friday night, a couple of big fraternity trials tonight, actually there to the Brad McKenzie Losal Winter Championship. Ed, Berber, Ed Bergart calling the races again tonight. In case you want to check in on the Simo signal or go down there live, Michael Rona on vacation. We'll be right back. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 30, the home of the Angels. It's a Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service, and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. 
Fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at Santa Anita this winter. First post time on Sunday is at 1230, and our main event is the $100,000 Clockers Corner Stakes for older horses at six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. Don't forget to join the party on all Fridays as we offer free parking and admission as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. And fans, it's not too early to mark Santa Anita Handicap Day Saturday, March 2nd on your calendar. The Big Cap, which will be run for the 87th time, will headline a spectacular day of racing. Horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum and the $1 coast-to-coast pick five, which combines five races from both Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita with a low 15% takeout. Additionally, our popular $3 all-turf pick three is back, and it showcases the final three turf races each day. And we've got bigger payouts with $1 trifectas and rolling pick threes. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a steak grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnet, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did.
And welcome back. Hour one, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hope you're having a great weekend. Uh, folks, don't forget, we got a nine race card today at Santa Anita. We get underway at 1230. Good feature race, really good betting race. And it is the uh, restricted Clockers Corner at about six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. Uh, Daniel's Magic, the three to one morning line favorite. Uh, for Phil D'Amato with that guy, uh, Flavion Pratt. But really a competitive field of eight. Looking forward to it. And again, at Gulfstream Park today, a mandatory payout in their Rainbow Pick 6. Carryover of 928000 coming in from yesterday. And they're saying down there they anticipate a pool of perhaps $6 million by sixth race post time today. Uh, they're at Gulfstream Park. By the way, we mentioned that big payout in yesterday's uh, Coast to Coast Pick 5, a $1 wager, low 15% takeout. That came back $62,766. That Coast to Coast Pick 5 today starts at Gulfstream, races 8, 9, 10, then out here to Santa Anita, finishes up with races 4 and 5 locally. Let's get down to Carlsbad, say hello to John Lindo. John, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mike. How you doing? I'm trying to hold it together, John. That's about all I can say, man. I'm good till I start talking, and then it gets a little bit dicey. Uh, let's talk, though, first of all, I'm going to have Doug Birch from the CTBA on top of the next hour about their big winter mix sale this Tuesday. I'm really looking forward to seeing you and Bob Ike out there at Fairplex, the Derby Room, and uh, just taking in the whole thing. Uh, that gets underway at 12 noon with 173 horses cataloged. Tell you what, it, uh, you got a lot of chances to buy some, uh, you know, newly turned two-year-old cowbreds, and we see what that cowbred program does, and all the the Golden State Series does. And uh, his seventy-three, Mike, is a uh, dancing candy. He's a full brother to the Grade Three Stanford winner at Saratoga last year, Yo-Yo Candy. So some well, uh, a well-bred two-year-old there. You've got uh, an into mischief uh, mare in full to Mr. Big. So she's carrying, and uh, her name is that's tip number twenty-four. And Ned, that full is a full brother or sister to Big Fish. And then you've got a full sister to uh, the Chosen Braun, a four-year-old filly named Amazing Grace, hip 77. She's got to have some broodmare value considering what the brother keeps doing. So it's, it's a good sale. And so hip 77, she's being sold as a broodmare prospect, but she's barren, right? Yeah, yeah, she hasn't produced anything yet, but I, I would think if you're if you're buying her, obviously the residual value is what you're looking at. Well, there's no doubt about it. That's uh, that's the hope, you know. Uh, so anyway, John, hey, look, a lot to talk about. Great racing coast to coast yesterday. Terrific, and I tell you what, those big fields at Gulfstream Park and some just tremendous rides. You, you saw Ryan Moore come up the fence on, yeah. on warm hard and. I tell you what, Arad Ortiz raced in, raced out, was spectacular yesterday. He won five. He got close with several other horses that weren't the best in the race. His timing yesterday, and you know, I'm I'm not a huge fan of all the hurting and everything else he does, but he was he was on his game yesterday. Really good to watch. That jock knocked down his fifth Eclipse Award uh, Thursday night, John. He is going to go down as one of the ones, no question about it. Day in, day out, incredible. Now, they let him ride it. It didn't used to be this way, but in New York, they let him ride pretty loose, and he takes full advantage of it, John. Well, exactly. I guess if they don't call fouls, it's not a foul. So, again, you ride to where the line is, and if you go over it once in a while, you pay the penalty. But I tell you what, uh, just timing. You know, races that were going too fast early, he was further back than you would think he would be. When there was no pace, he was right on top of them. Just Watching him ride every race yesterday was really a treat, and uh, you can see why you know, he's at the top of the list back there. 
Uh, John, uh, I pointed out John White texted me earlier this morning. He does really such a great job uh, with all the updates on the speed figures and everything. Uh, New Grange, winner of yesterday's San Pasquale, got a 97 buyer. They gave Victor Espinosa a live shot. He took full advantage. And it looks like if I had to lay a bet, I'd say it's probably 85 to 15. They're going to go running that $12 million race uh, in Dubai at the end of March. Yeah, I, you know, I, I understand they've already been invited to go, you know, overseas. So I would think that would be the yeah. best option. That New Grange has gotten really good again. Yeah, he kind of went flat for a while, but Phil DeMotto's done a, a really nice job of building him back up and back up. And he toyed with that field yesterday. He sure did. I, I touched briefly uh, with John on this uh, uh, speculation that that first hit. I guess the Associated Press on Friday. Then I found out about it late yesterday morning that there's an idea of a creating a new day, a big day, if you will, uh, at Santa Anita into September, creating a new race called the California Crown for three-year-olds. I didn't hear any purse money thrown around, but you'd have to think it would be very large. Um, but as John and I talked, there's still a ton of moving parts before this thing is going to be able to become a reality. Well, Mike, you know, all things being equal, I'd love to see it, but I've got some questions. In fact, you know, we've been talking about on, on our shows on Saturday, we're, you know, we're, the, the purses are overdrawn right now. We're dealing with a significant purse overpayment that we're going to have to rectify. We're already talking about maybe having to adjust purses down. So I'd like to know, like like you mentioned, you know, there was no mention of what the purses will be for this race or races. Yeah. Where's that money going to come from? And, is it, you know, is it, are the day-to-day horse, horsemen who are putting out the product every day, are they going to suffer with, with purse cuts while like, they throw on a big purse a day? And, and, you know, there's just a lot of things that we have to see what, what's going to happen. And and uh, we're talking about September. The time is short to try and string yeah. something together and get it all lined up. So we'll see where this plays out. But to me, you know, it just kind of came out of left field. I wasn't. I wasn't ready to hear that. Hey, what, what is this? What are they talking about? Yeah, John, let me ask you because I had I had one guy and I respect his opinion. He goes, you know, the average player they don't care about these purse overdrafts. I tried to make the point. Well, it, it's we're in a situation now where it's dire. <laughs> uh, the purses keep going down, field size keeps going down, and all you have to do is open up daily racing form. That's America's Turf Authority, and you'll see horses that used to be here all over this country running for a lot more money than we're able to offer. If you can, in lay terms, explain what a purse overdraft is. And right now I'm told we're up around $6 million. Well, it's like having an overdrawn checkbook. Uh, you know, you're writing checks that aren't in your account. Right now, the, you know, the, the racetracks are covering that amount of money, but sooner or later you got to put that money back in the account. Well, how do you put it back in in, in California we don't have slot revenue or, or, you know, alternative gaming revenue to help out. There's no funds to help supplement the purse account that comes from the wagering. So, you know, right now we're dealing with if, if the field sizes tend to get smaller like they had been and uh, people are wagering less. The handle goes down. Get less, right. Yeah. The handle goes down. And so obviously that, that affects the purse. So it's a cycle, and, and it's kind of spinning the wrong way. So, yeah, uh, it, you know, the, the horse players better care. It's important that we have uh, enough money to bring the horses in to make the to play California racing. Well, let's play California racing right now. Who do you like at Santa Anita on the nine race card? Go down to the ninth and final today, Mike. In the ninth race, I thought number three, Laudatory, ran real well in her debut. 
Uh, I'd tell you, this horse was green as grass down the backside, finished up well, galloped out strong. Juan Hernandez is on this, uh, and for a second time now for Phil D'Amato, I think going to see a lot more experienced horse today. Six to one on the program, number three, Laudatory, race number nine, Santa Anita. Okay, terrific. And, uh, you know, we just talked to Dan Sanchez up at the South Point. Uh, I don't know when you're heading back up there next, but if folks want to get there, they can get the Limbo, Lindo report, rather, free of charge. Uh, call Steve Johnson, tool free in the race book, 866-788, or 780, pardon me, 7223. And, uh, John, looking forward to seeing you and, you and Bob Ike out at the Derby Room uh, on Tuesday for that CDBA mixed sale. It should be a lot of fun. We'll see you at the sale there at Fairplex Park on Tuesday, Mike. And one last thing, the OC Tavern, one step at a time, they're, they're getting it going uh, down there your way. Uh, they're actually in San Clemente, right off uh, the interstate. It's a great location. Exactly. 2369 South El Camino Real Road, just to the east of the 5 Freeway there. It's a good spot. It's, it's, it's kind of in between everything else. So if you're in San Clemente, they are taking wagering. They're open now for wagering. And, uh, I, I, you know, we've been there before. It's new management. Let's, I, I want to get up there and try out the food and see how everything yeah. goes. So I'll be up there shortly, and I'll give you a report when I get back. Thanks so much. See you Tuesday, John. Thank you. All right. Good luck today. All right. Let's get down to Catella and uh, to Los Alamitos race course. Say hello to Orlando Gutierrez. Hey, Orlando, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, Mike. Looking forward to a big night of racing. Nine races. Get underway at 530 you guys are kicking in $10,000 in that uh, $2 traditional pick six pool. And you cup, got a couple of nice trials uh, late in the card at the Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship. That's right, Mike. They're small fields, six-horse fields in both of them, but the quality of, these, of both of these races is just tremendous. Five grade one winners in between the two trials. The defending winner of the Brad McKenzie, a political pants, is now eight years old. Uh, he'll be looking wow. to repeat as the Brad McKenzie champion. Only one horse, B.H. Lisa's boy, won back-to-back runnings of this race. He won his second running in 2018. His political piss was two years old when that happened, and there he is now, six years later, continuing to just run big race after big race. Like I mentioned, won this race last year. Uh, ran a really good uh, early part of the champion of champions in his last out. Then he kind of lost his momentum halfway. Never got going again, ended up finishing seventh in that race. But always the classy runner, always a professional, looking forward to seeing a political pants back in action, looking for that repeat. That's in race number eight, Mike. And in the second trial, what a group this one is. Good dynasty, who with some luck would have won three grade one races last year, ended up winning just the Goldman Go handicap. It was so close to impress him to uh, a political pants and so many others. He looked very tough in race number nine. And, uh, and the young stud there, number five, Jericho, uh, he could be another big, big horse in the older age division. Won the Los Alamitos Super Derby last year and was flying, flying late to uh, run fourth in the champion of champions. Uh, London Toby is a great one winner. Take a swig of this. Won the Winter Derby last year, looking to now have the race for older horses, the Winter Championship. So a really strong race, number nine going to be a, a couple of really outstanding trials. Speaking of Scoops Dynasty, number two, race nine, post nine for that, 846. Why the change in, in jock here? You know, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I know every so often they just try a couple of different things. James Flores chose, uh, excuse me, Armando Cervantes chose to stick with a political pants in the champion of champions. Uh, 
after writing Student Dynasty. I don't know if that has something to do with it at all. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. I really asked Monty. Uh, Jesus Rios Ayala, I know he writes uh, a lot of horses for Monty as well. In fact, and he writes tonight with uh, Sumi uh, for Spots a few years ago. I don't know mm-hmm. if that might, may have had something to do with it, Mike. Just curious. And uh, by the way, post time for race eight, eight political pins, four to five on Ed Burgart's morning line. Uh, post time for that, 8.22 uh, tonight. Before we get a best bet, I want you to quickly recap uh, the PCQHRA Awards uh, Friday night, emceed by Michael Rona. Any surprises? Surprises? No, uh, not really. I mean, Train Station B had such a big, big year last year. One uh, went undefeated in four stars here at Lothal. Um He was named the AQHA champion two-year-old post and got the PCQHRA Horse of the Year Award first two-year-old since 2017 to do so, only the seventh two-year-old in the history of these awards that go back to 1977 to do mm. so as well. He was, again, the PCQHRA Horse of the Year. Uh, gotta, gotta give a, a shout-out to the breeders. Uh, Dr. Steve Burns, who got the big award at the AQHA, repeats as the PCQHRA champion breeder. He just credited his staff. Just what an outstanding group he's got. Uh, he mentioned how the uh, the ranch there mentioned how the, the staff kind of brings along the new help uh, they bring people that, that have the same work ethic, and it works for them. You know, they're, they're super hard workers. They, they travel to all the big sales, big part of the Los Alamitos equine sale as well. And uh, you've got to mention the, uh, the Parsons family. They won the Frank Vessels Award uh, for their contributions to horse racing. This family has been involved in quarter horse racing for nine decades, Mike, going back oh, to wow. the day in Polly Parsons. Uh, they've had some outstanding runners, and they continue going. Uh, out of the ranch in Sanger, California, uh, one of the top, top racing operations. Very happy that they're still involved in uh, in horse racing at Los Alamitos Racecourse. And, Orlando, everybody on their best behavior Friday night, no mishaps, anything of that nature? Uh, are you, who are you referring to? <laughs> I was in a, in a really good behavior. I've been to a few of these type deals. I don't want to indict the, the quarter horse uh, you know, crowd, but sometimes, you know, Oh, uh, things can come yeah. up about. Uh, I don't understand why you didn't give me those stalls, this and that, oh. and uh, it can get it can get interesting. It, it's all good. Uh, everybody was in, a, in outstanding behavior. Really good. good as well. Glad to hear uh, it. You know the, the awards were nice, nicely spread out uh, among a lot of uh, different connections. So it, you know it was a really fun night, Mike. Let's make some money tonight. Where, where do you want to take us? Let's go to race number six, number four, Thunderheart, uh, recently claimed by uh, trainer Angela Aquino, who uh, once again is, is off to a great start after dominating the thoroughbred division last year. This race is 1,000 yards. This horse is very, very fast. Uh, retains the rider. Uh, Eric Garcia rode this horse last time, uh, last out, December 16th. During the daytime oval, won easily. Uh, so Jockey keeps them out. Uh, Angie Aquino continues to do well. I'll go with number four, Thunderheart, at 4-1, to one, race number six. Post time for that, 732. Thank you so much, Orlando. Have a great day and night. I appreciate it, Mike. All right, we're going to step aside uh, one final time this hour. Coming back strong, Millie Ball from XPTV awaits our audience up at Santa Anita, as does Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. This is Thoroughbred LA on Angels Radio AM 830 and on the Angels Radio app. Radio. AM 830. 
Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at Santa Anita this winter. First post time on Sunday is at 12.30, and our main event is the $100,000 Clockers Corner Stakes for older horses at six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. Don't forget to join the party on all Fridays as we offer free parking and admission as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. And fans, it's not too early to mark Santa Anita Handicap Day, Saturday, March 2nd on your calendar. The Big Cap, which will be run for the 87th time will headline a spectacular day of racing. Horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum and the $1 Coast to Coast pick five, which combines five races from both Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita with a low 15% takeout. Additionally, our popular $3 all-turf pick three is back, and it showcases the final three turf races each day. And we've got bigger payouts with $1 trifectas and rolling pick threes. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call farm manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HaluaalohaGardenAndKitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Live nighttime racing at Los Alamitos is in full swing every Saturday and Sunday with action-packed thoroughbred racing and thrilling quarter horse racing every night. 
And as always, Los Alamitos features night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. Last Sunday night, the early pick four had a pool of nearly $180,000, while the total pool in the pick six was more than $160,000. And remember, Los Alamitos still offers the $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Our total pick six pools average over $60,000 each racing night. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgard Sports Park with a large wagering area and wall-to-wall big-screen TVs. We're all about the horse players. It's a new meet, but great racing is always here Saturday and Sunday nights at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at SouthBayToyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. Welcome back. Hour one, Thurman, Los Angeles. Let's get up to Santa Anita and say hello to the one and only Millie Ball on behalf of XBTV. Hey, Millie, good morning. Good morning, Michael. I want to point out we got a big day coming up this Saturday. Four graded stakes, including a derby prep. That's the grade three $200,000 Robert B. Lewis. Three-year-olds at a flat mile. we got the Santa Monica for fillies and mares at seven-eighths. The Thunder Road for older horses at a mile on turf. And the Megahertz uh, for older fillies and mares at a mile on turf. Uh, first things first, uh, your husband, Tim Yachtin, uh, has, has has got a nice horse uh, that won first out at, uh, at Del Mar by the name of Moonlit Sonata. Came back, uh, was fifth in the San Vicente a couple of weeks ago understand uh, he worked yesterday. What's going on with him? Are they thinking about the Lewis? Um, you know, he, he works well. Um, we, I think Tim's just trying to figure out what level he fits at. You know, he won so impressively, and it was a very fast race down at Del Mar. Right. And then, um, to be honest, disappointed us a little bit um, when he ran the other day. So 
think he's trying to just figure out, you know, what what level he's he's going to suit at. You know, is he a progressive horse that's going to be able to take that next step forward or not? Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll stay tuned uh, in, in that regard. I want to get your impressions the day after on uh, on the way New Grange took that three million dollar Pegasus yesterday there at Goldstream for Mr. Baffert. I mean, that was a national treasure. What an unbelievable performance. Who did I, did I say New Grange? That's okay. That's, That's Phil D'Amato here, national treasure. I'm sorry, Millie. But national treasure, I mean, to, to, to do what he did yesterday, you know, to sit off those fast fractions, yeah. 23, 46. And then I thought it was a great ride. Flavian kind of tipped him back knowing that he was, he was going to have to really, you know, keep pressing if he wanted the lead. And he made the other horse work to get the lead, which was I felt, thought was very clever. And then he just gave the horse a little bit of a breather, you know, took him off slightly, and then he kicked on. But I, I remember talking to you last week, it was on the radio, right, about how well that horse had been training. He yeah. and his coat and everything, he just looked magnificent uh, shipping out there. So I was really happy that he ran the way that uh, – he was touting himself on the track here at Santa Anita. And, and a tremendous ride from Flavion Pratt. Our time is short, Millie. Uh, can we make some money today? Uh, well, you know what? I think it's a pretty chalky day, but one of the horses is 2 to 1, which is better than a lot of the 8 to 5s that I like today on the card. Uh, 2 to 1 on the morning line in race number 3, the number 4, Mirari. Uh, the 4 year old filly by Uncle Mo. She obviously took quite some time to get to the races as a 3 year old. Um, and she's got two half siblings that have earned a decent amount of money. And her workout on the 6th of January that we have on XCTV, I thought, just indicated that she is ready. Um, she's mm-hmm. coming off that layoff from October, but I don't think Jonathan Thomas would uh, have entered her if he didn't think she was tight enough. So I just thought that she was worth a shot to number four in race number three. I mean, she just missed, missed by a nose first time out, uh, Keeneland, October 26th, and... Uh, it looks like she ought to be able to step forward off of that. And uh, looking forward to Kimura getting some live mounts. Uh, Jonathan Thomas, the trainer, Millie says go ahead and uh, single uh, in race three today, number four, Mirari. And, Millie, you'll be on between races again, huh? I'll be at the desk again with uh, his one and only, Jeff Siegel. <laughs> Jeff Siegel. All right. We'll, we'll look forward to that, Millie. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll close this hour out, as we always do, with Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. That'll be the best $5 you're going to spend going to the races. That's Winner's Card, the yellow sheet, and you can get it online, as we always say, at casetherace.com. Hey, Toby, good morning. I hope the card's doing well. We had a good crowd yesterday, better than 9,000, and really idyllic weather and racing conditions. Just a great day, Mike. A huge day for horse racing, especially for uh, the – the big empire here of Gulfstream and Santa Anita, they did nearly $50 million. you got to love that. So um, yeah. everything went beautiful. How about a best bet for radio today? Let's go to the last race here. We've got a good price uh, on the three-horse auditory. Uh, she really caught the eye uh, in her race, and I like the way she's breezed since. So let's look for J.J. Uh, Hernandez to pad his lead. On that jockey stands, hopefully with an upset win. Okay, and uh, you know you're going to get Juan Hernandez here at six to one for uh, Phil D'Amato, so that uh, that's not too bad in race nine. And a, a quick update on the standings, Toby. Uh, Juan is on top of Flavion Pratt, twenty-one eighteen. 
Then we're back to Antonio Fresu, Fresu with 12, Umberto Rispoli 11. Trainers, uh, it's Mark Glatt 14 to 12 for Phil D'Amato. Then Steve Knapp 9, Bob Baffert, Doug O'Neill at 8, and Richard Mandela uh, at 7 wins. So tight races with the jockeys and trainers. And again, we've been blessed with good weather. So I'll be hoping for a great day today. And uh, listen, good luck with your best bet. Number three, Laudatory uh, at 6-1 to one in race 9, the ninth and final. Take care, Toby. Thank you. Okay, Mike. We'll step aside. Coming back strong uh, with Doug Burge from the CTBA. Then we're going to be joined by top jockey agent Brian Beach. He represents Victor Espinosa and Kazushi Kimura. That and more straight ahead. Don't go away. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos. You'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hey, everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family-owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena, and greater L.A. area for more than three decades. Call now at 626 444 6455 mention thoroughbred la radio and save 10 percent off your total invoice western rooter the best in the west fans the top jockeys the top horses they are all here at santa anita this winter first post time on sunday is at 12 30 and our main event is the one hundred thousand dollar clockers corner stakes for older horses at six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course don't forget to join the party on all fridays as we offer free parking and admission as well as three dollar beers and five dollar margaritas and fans it's not too early to mark santa anita handicap day saturday march 2nd on your calendar the big cap which will be run for the 87th time will headline a spectacular day of racing horse players check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a one dollar minimum and the one dollar coast to coast pick five which combines five races from both Gulfstream park and santa anita with a low 15 percent takeout additionally our popular three dollar all turf pick three is back and it showcases the final three turf races each day and we've got bigger payouts with one dollar trifectas and rolling pick threes Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. 
Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HalualohaGardenAndKitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Live nighttime racing at Los Alamitos is in full swing every Saturday and Sunday with action-packed thoroughbred racing and thrilling quarter horse racing every night. And as always, Los Alamitos features night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. Last Sunday night, the early pick four had a pool of nearly $180,000, while the total pool in the pick six was more than $160,000. And remember, Los Alamitos still offers the $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Our total pick six pools average over $60,000 each racing night. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgard Sports Bar with a large wagering area and wall-to-wall big-screen TVs. We're all about the horse players. It's a new meet, but great racing is always here. Saturday and Sunday nights at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. And welcome back, folks. Great to have you back with us. Hour 2, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. My thanks to Jake Rich in studio here at the Big A in Anaheim, making things happen. Uh, let's get up to Santa Anita right now and 
Say hello to a good friend, president of the CTBA, Doug Burge. Hey, Doug, good morning. Hey, Mike, good morning. Doug, uh, I know your phone's ringing. You're really busy with horses on the grounds out there at Fairplex. This is an important sale, uh, the CDBA winter mix sale. You got 173 horses cataloged. I was just looking through, uh, getting ready to go to you, the, your website. You can check out the consigners, the dams, covering stallions, uh, so on and so forth. So much to consider. Uh, we've got a full sister to the chosen Vron, uh, sells as a broodmare prospect. She's already thrown a couple of winners. Uh, but just talk about the sale in general and the climate coming into this sale, Doug. Yeah, sure. So this is our annual mix sale. We have a little bit of everything. Um, importantly, we have over 60 recently turned two-year-olds. You know, this is the place to buy two-year-old cowbreds. Without a two-year-old training sale, um, we, we've seen over the last few years that, um, you know, the number of, of two-year-olds, and, and of course, the, the interest in the sale has really grown with that. And then, of course, we have broodmares, um, racing age horses, and um, and early yearlings as well. So it's, it's we have a little bit of everything. There's, a, like you said, 173 catalog. Uh, with the, the outs, we'll have about 145 or so go through the ring on Tuesday. Right. And, you know, these sales, it's to me, they're a lot like a lot of things in life. It's about relationships. Uh, people, they do business sometimes with the same consigners and so on and so forth. And the good news is you get a trainer. You can go out there. You can pull these horses out of the stall. You can inspect them. Your vet can can uh, can go ahead and, and diagnose, uh, you know, just do diagnostics. Uh, th- this is usually a buyer's market type of sale. And as you say, with no two-year-old in training sale, uh, the two-year-old situation here right now is is top of mind. Yeah, and, and you know we're going to start writing two-year-old races here in the next few months. Um, yeah. A lot of these horses are these two-year-olds are they're broken, galloping. Um, you know they'll they'll be ready. Uh, you know very soon when we when we need them. And, and Doug, I, I got to touch upon something now. Where guys like you, you're in a very, very difficult position, and I kind of feel like I am too because I'm torn. You know where I'm going. Uh, you know, Golden Gate is is going to cease to 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 exist as a live uh, racing facility and training uh, by the end of June, and uh, consolidation is is what's afoot here. And there's an effort to try and get the simulcast money directed to the south because we have no other way of helping out these purses. I just want to know, Doug, what do you You must have breeders from the north calling you. There's a lot of them. They're people that have worked very hard. They've invested. You know, they've been in their properties for a long, long time. What are you telling them? No, you're right. I mean, it's, it's been a very difficult situation. We have, you know, with, with Calbreds making up over 50% of our field sizes right now. You know, when I started, we were a nice compliment to racing, you know, 30 years ago. Now, uh, cowbreds are a necessity, and we need to do everything that we can to continue to to provide, you know, the, the incentives and, and the opportunities for people to continue to breed. Um, we're, we're at a point where, you know, we're putting about 1,200, 1,300 <clears throat> foals on the ground um, with what's going on in Northern California. That's obviously going to under jeopardize that situation. Um, you know, there is a, a group of vested owners, breeders in the north that are working on a plan to expand racing in the north outside of um, the fair meet. 
And um, but, but there's so many questions right now that we still that we still have. And and like I said, it's been a very difficult situation. And what we're trying to do is, is to encourage people to stay in, to continue to breed. Um, maybe there's there'll be opportunities at Los Alamitos as, as well for you know some of the northern uh, circuit. But at, at this point, <clears throat> we just we just want to pe- keep people in it. Um, Calbred program is still one of the best programs in the country. The the one thing with with Northern California, even with the the twenty five percent purse cut that you know that they they have at Golden Gate, we have a lot of safeguards in place for Calbreds that I put into the law a long time ago. Where an open company, you run for thirty percent more, um, you still get the maiden bonus and the maiden special weight races. And uh, you know, in, in in the north, most of the Calbreds, I mean, it's all open. Seventy-five percent of the horses in the north are, are Calbreds anyway, so it's it's all open races that they're winning. And um, the money the money is still better at Golden Gate for a Calbred than it would be in Arizona or, or any other um, any other circuit. Yeah, Doug, thank goodness for those bonuses because that's holding it together at Golden Gate. I mean, the twenty-five percent turf cut uh, purse cut that was uh, wow. That that was very severe, but these cowbred bonuses, thank goodness you got them, Doug. That's what's holding the situation together. Well, that maiden special weight race in the north, you know, for an open horse is twenty two thousand five hundred, but with a cowbred, it's almost thirty thousand plus ten thousand on top of that to the winner. Yeah, um, you know those those are the those are the type of things as you just mentioned that are keeping this thing together, and hopefully, um, you know, we, we can find. Um, find a solution and um, try to satisfy both circuits and, and keep you know the breeders in the game. Time is 9-12, and our guest is uh, the president of the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, uh, Doug Burge. Doug, I- I'm going to throw some at you that I get wherever I go from people that love racing. Why can't you guys work out a deal with the Indians? What about sports wagering? Why don't we work something out with the Indians? And I tell them, well, because they, they quite frankly, are not incentivized to cut up any of their pie to include us, and they are so strong, not only in this state capital, but around the country, if they don't want something to get through, Doug, I tell people there's just no chance. Can you offer up some hope in that regard? Well, I can tell you we've had really good conversations with, with the tribes over the last several years. You know, the the initiative two years ago, the brick-and-mortar initiative that we that we supported along with the tribes, uh, you know, carved out four locations for racing uh, in order to be able to participate. Um, they like horse racing, and um, we continue to have some really good conversations, And but you're exactly right. That's what needs to happen. Um, a partnership with the tribes and, um, and, of course, with the state would be the ultimate goal. And, and Doug, again, I'd like you to underscore what you know, and that is how strong they are in the state capitol. No, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's we've that's that's been there for for a long time now, and yeah, um, you know, we 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 want to work with them. We like I said, we have really good relationships with with, with the tribes, and um, and that type of of a solution obviously would be, um, you know, would would put California racing back on the definitely back on the map. Yeah, and right now though it's uh, it's it's not likely short term. Doug, what is short term? Is this sale coming up day after tomorrow? The CTBA Winter Mix Sale, 173 cataloged. You've got about 30 outs, I believe you said. Gets underway right. at 12 noon. It's a fabulous facility out there. 
uh, used to be called Barrett's, the Derby Room, Fairplex Park. Uh, I'd encourage folks, if if you like horses, come on out, but be careful. Don't wave your hand indiscriminately. You might uh, have to sign a check. But uh, these horse sales are a lot of fun, and I, I wish you all the best, Doug. All right, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, and thanks for all your support. Really appreciate it. Uh, it. Doug Birch from the CTBA. We're going to be uh, checking in with Andy Harrington in a little bit, uh, private clocker with National Turf. Right now, though, we've got Brian Beach, I, I believe. We did lose him. Well, try try and get him cornered, corralled, and, and get him back. I know he's looking for a little more business for his two guys, Kazushi Kimura and Victor Espinosa. And Victor, uh, boy, that was a that was a feel good story yesterday to see him get it done uh, aboard uh, Phil D'Amato's New Grange uh, in in the Grade Two San Pasquale. Uh, big big effort, and he got six twenty. I believe he was the second choice uh, in the race. And then earlier on the card, race three yesterday, Aventamp. All Avon Tap rather all heart under Kazusi Kimura for Mark Glatt uh, paid nineteen dollars and sixty cents to win. Are we good, Jake? Okay, Brian Beach. Good morning. How are you? Hey, Mike Wellman. How are you? Congratulations on getting Victor uh, on that big time live horse yesterday. First of all, what went into that? Uh, because you know, Victor, he, he, it's it's hard to sell a jock that just hasn't been riding that much. Uh, uh, coming into yesterday, he only had 14 mounts. He had one win, but what went into you getting on that horse in yesterday's Grade Two San Pasquale? Uh, it was all uh, Gary Hartoni and Rockingham Ranch and David Burnson. They, uh, you know, they they like uh, Victor. There was uh, several guys out of town, you know, that they probably you know would have normally ridden the horse. They were right either at the Pegasus, and you know, there was a couple guys that were in Dubai and Saudi and. So just you know, it kind of fell that way, and we are lucky to be uh, be selected. Brian, is it true you took two dozen donuts to the Damato Barn this morning, and uh, with a, a a very well worded request to stay with that horse wherever he runs next time? <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. Actually, breakfast burritos. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, I mean, yesterday the vibe in the winter circle was all Dubai. Is that that what you think they're going to do? You know, I don't really know. I know they're also looking at Saudi. Um, you know, and at this point, uh, you know, we haven't been given a call back. I think it's too early for you know everybody to make a decision. They got to see how it comes out of the race and see who's going where. And you know, we know White Barrios supposed to be going to yeah Saudi and. You know what does what does Bob do with this horse that just won? Yeah, you know, the Pegasus and all those kind of things will go into it. And, you know, and then also you, you you got two different distances. Saudi is a mile and an eighth, and uh, Dubai World Cup's a mile and a quarter. And Saudi's twenty million, and Dubai's only twelve, right? Twelve, yeah. <laughs> well, Vic, Victor knows <laughs> yeah, his way only, around only over there. 12. Hartunian was uh, very, very vocal about, hey, you know, we got Victor. He came through. That that was that was really cool. It was. And uh, Brian, I wish you the best uh, with with Victor and and that particular horse. I want to talk on talk about Kazushi Kimura though for a moment. I just thought a tremendous ride, especially late in the third race on Aventap. Uh, th- this jock hasn't had that many live shots this winter. We know he's a great rider. He's the perennial leading guy now up at Woodbine. But uh, your thoughts on the way that one shook out? Yeah, no, that was uh, 
also, you know, a situation where we kind of got that down at the last minute. And, um, you know, yeah, it's it's been a little tough, uh, you know, because you got so many great riders here right now. And, um, you know, I think I saw a stat the other day that 45%, you know, of the winners have been favorites at this meet so far. Pretty rough. And, you know, and Kazushi's only ridden one favorite, and, and that one won. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. so when you're riding, you know, six, eight, ten to one shots, their percentages uh, getting there first are, have not been that great this meet. And, you know, so we just got to kind of stay patient and kind of wait for, you know, guys to be out of town and other, you know, things to just kind of fall our way. But we got a lot of seconds and thirds that I think we can turn into wins when they, these horses run back. So I'm hoping to get on a little streak. Hey, Brian, if you don't mind, I'd like to just quickly scoot through your mounts today. Kazushi has got three uh, mounts. First of all, the third race, uh, uh, a horse by the name of, a filly by the name of Mirari for Jonathan Thomas. Just missed first time out going a mile on turf at Keeneland. That's where she finds herself today. Has has Kazushi been acquainted with her? Yeah, he, he has, and uh, Jonathan's actually here in town this weekend, so be, uh, it would be nice to uh, get her home. While he's here, uh, I know Jonathan thinks a lot of the Philly thinks she's a, you know, a potential stakes Philly down the road. So, all good, all so good, good things. Race five, you ride for Mark Glatt, uh, six to one, number eight. I'm a lucky man. Double jumping off a sixteen thousand dollar claim. Mark puts the blinkers on today. First off, the claim, you're live there, no question about that. Uh, coming out of the turf shoot. Yeah, you know, it's uh, one of those. I think one of the things that the trip will kind of make the difference in the race and uh Kazushi knows the horse he's been on him in the morning so uh we're hoping for good things there too and then finally with with Kazushi uh race six you ride for John Sadler a horse by the name of indispensable number six but looking at the price tags on these horses in this race a lot of money been spent uh here's here's a three-year-old comes off a second with Kazushi on New Year's Day and I know you're sure hoping he can improve a little bit if he does he should be plenty tough here. Yeah, I think so. You know, you always got to be Baffert in those kind of races. And, you know, he he rode him the other day, and and Bob, uh, Bob beat us that day. But uh, hopefully we can turn the tables on him today because I know John uh, really likes this horse and thinks a lot of him. Back to Victor Espinosa. You're riding a, a six-year-old mare against the boys coming down the hillside turf in the seventh race, the $100,000 Clockers Corner Stakes. Uh, and Hamwood Flyer, kind of the same uh, ownership group with uh, Gary Hartunian's Rockingham Ranch and uh, David Burnson and so on. Uh, what went into this call to take on the boys in this context and and uh, first time with Victor aboard? I don't know the full story, but I know that it's, they're kind of using it as uh, maybe a prep to get to one of the sprint races, yeah, you know, in the Middle East and maybe Saudi or, or Dubai. I see. So. Nice. Um, you know, and the, uh, you just kind of got to go with the timing of these races more than, uh, more than uh, you know, same with their own uh, sex group here. So I think that's, uh, that's kind of the thinking behind it. Yeah. Hey, Brian, thanks for your time. Uh, again, congrats. Huge day for Victor uh, yesterday winning the San Pascal with, with New Grange and then earlier on the card, Kazushi Kimura with a, a nineteen dollar and sixty cent winner from Mark Glad by the name of Aventap in the third. Wish you all the best with both jocks today. Okay, I appreciate it. Thanks, Mike.
You bet, uh, Brian Beach from from uh, Santa Anita. And we'll stay at the great race place. Say hello to Andy Harrington on behalf of National Turf, where you can get all of Andy's stuff. And he rates each horse and uh, how they worked, how they pulled up out of their works, and so on and so forth. Andy Harrington, good morning. Hey. Are you still with us, Andy? Yeah. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Uh, we're doing good. We're doing good. Nine race card today. I just mentioned to Brian Beach, big price tags uh, in, in race six. If you take a look at these horses in here, six of them, all sold at public auction. I'm not going to give the names, but I'll just go one through one through six. Seven hundred thousand, two hundred and fifty, a hundred thousand, six hundred and seventy-five thousand, nine hundred thousand, and then indispensable eight hundred and twenty-five thousand. That's the very def- definition of a tough game, Andy. Oh my! Oh my! Yes, yeah. No, they put a lot into it. So uh, yeah, no, these price tags are really crazy. Uh, you know, to be honest with you. So um, we'll see. I mean, they're all kind of starting their careers. The only one has more than a few starts, which is indispensable on the outside. He drew perfect uh, with Kimura and Sadler. Uh, maybe he can uh, step it up a little bit in here and uh, justify his uh, eight twenty-five uh, price tag. Um, you know, I, in, in the race, I was leaning towards, uh, Cornell, the four horse in here for the Bob Baffert barn. Um, him and New King, the other Baffert, who's, uh, on the rail, who's yeah. the two to one favorite. They've been working together, and I thought Cornell was always best. So, yeah. you know, we'll see if Flavian, who gets up on the horse, can turn the tables on New King. Uh, I thought at six to one, it was a reasonable price, and, well, you know, now that's... The, old story, the old story, go to the other bathroom. Andy, yeah, and I mean, that makes it worth going to National Turf. Cornell is 6-1 to one on the morning line. New King is stable mate, the 8-5 to five morning line favorite on the rail, which takes me now to the 10,000-pound uh, elephant in the room that we haven't touched upon yet, and that is tomorrow's the deadline. You know, this uh, house rule from Turf Paradise, Turf Paradise, Churchill Downs, uh, where Bob Baffert's... Uh, if these horses are, intend to get Kentucky Derby qualifying points tomorrow, they got to have a new trainer of record. Any thoughts there, Andy, on what the heck's going on? Yeah, it's going to be like it has been the story the last couple of years where he transfers them over to Tim Yakteen, and uh, um, they might be a little more selective in the amount. Um, right. I had, I had read where they uh, were intending on the, only the ones that they really thought were, you know, there wasn't an outside shot. But a but a major shot at the um, at the Kentucky Derby would be transferred over to Tim, so it'd be le- less quantity, more quality. If you so right, speak. so I would assume Nisos, who worked here earlier this morning, still under Bob's cloth, uh, trains out of his mind since uh, the uh, I think uh, since the Del Mar race uh, that he won the Bob Hope, I guess, and uh, Moose has just been ticking along too. Um, so I thought those would be number one and two. Coach Prime is another one who's, you know, ran a big maiden race at Belmar. I'm not sure what their thoughts are with him, a pilot commander. So, I mean, those would be the four notes on, in my mind that would go over to Tim's, Tim's barn. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's just a silly situation to be honest with you. Do you realize yeah. th- this is now the third straight year we've been in, to your words, this silly situation? It's unbelievable. Yeah, it, it, you know, frankly, it only reflects upon Churchill. It doesn't. I mean, you I know, agree. I mean, it, you know, I mean, there's there's no way getting around it that it doesn't look anything but petty and personal and vindictive. 
Yeah. You know, so, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's my take on it. So, and I, uh, you know, but they're the, you know, they're the thousand pound gorilla in the room. They've got the Kentucky Derby. So they can, you yeah. know, they, 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 they can make everybody sing to, uh, their, their, their tune. Yeah. That, uh, that is certainly the way it looks. Andy, you got a best bet for us? Yeah. Let's go, let's go to the next race, the seventh race in here, the clockers corner down the hill. Um, I really like a horse who's been training like a tiger lately. Uh, the outside horse in here from the Richard Mandela barn. It's the eight horse in here, Sumter. Uh, newly gelded, took the blinkers off. Uh, Riskily has been on the horse numerous times. The last two or three drills uh, have been terrific. Um, I think this well, he will sit a really nice trip outside the Speed Hamlet Flyer, as you were talking earlier. She's uh, going to go to the lead because that's what she does. This horse could sit outside that, that horse, and uh, I think he might be an improved horse uh, with, with the gelding. It, I mean, it took him to five to do it, so there had to be some, some uh, you know, reticence to do it, but uh, it may have been needed, to be honest with you. Okay. So, uh, Sumter at four to one in the seventh race, the Clockers Corner down the hill at Hunter Grand. Okay. T- uh, tell us about nationalturf.com. Sure. I got a scouting report basically on all the horses that I've seen, um, good, bad, and indifferent. Um, and, uh, you know, just to give you a little bit of insight into some of the stuff that you can't see in the, uh, in the pages of the racing forum. By the way, Andy, I inadvertently mentioned Turf Paradise. Uh, if you come out to that CDBA winter mix sale Tuesday at the Derby Room, we can play turf out there. Looking forward to it. They open up tomorrow. <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds great. Yeah. Have a great day. We'll see you at, uh, we'll see you at Santa Anita uh, this uh, week in the morning. Nice talking to you, man. Appreciate it. Andy Harrington on behalf of NationalTurf.com. Jake, we're going to hit this break just a little bit early. We'll come back running. Bruce Finkelstein has had a massive week for his customers. Looking forward to checking in with him. Bob Mazursky is next. And, of course, Toby Callett, Jonathan Hardoon in that final block. This is Thoroughbred LA on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call farm manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a steak grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did.
Welcome back. Great to have you back with us. Hour one, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hey, listen, folks, a quick word about my good friends at Western Rooter in Arcadia, serving the greater San Gabriel Valley uh, for more than four decades now. Family owned. Uh, if, if you deal with them, you're dealing with people that follow up. And they do what they say they're going to do. I know from a, a multitude of personal experience, Larry and John Batala, Mike Glenn, they run it, and they run it right. That's Western Rooter in Arcadia, commercial or residential, on time and under budget. Give them a call if you need them at 626-448-6455, or you can go to westernrooter.com. Western Rooter, the best in the West. And now we get up to Las Vegas, say hello to Bruce Finkelstein. Hey, Bruce, how you doing? Good morning, Mike. How you feeling? As long as I got this cough button, I think I can make it, to be very honest with you, Bruce. <laughs> Listen, you're doing just fine, handicapping-wise. Boy, what a day. Uh, last, last uh, well, from Friday through, but last Sunday, on air you had Saul Del Sur at $5.20. And then on, on Friday, if I can get back to it because my screen just went dark, Bruce, and, well, here we go, uh, Yet yesterday at Goldstream Park, uh, the late one dollar pick four on a twenty four dollar investment. This paid six hundred and ninety three dollars. And Bruce, this is at betonbruce.com, correct? Correct. Yeah, we put it together. Uh, it kind of blew up on the pick five and pick six, but uh, recovered. We had a nice eight to one shot. What was it Tumba Rumba? I think was the name of the horse. It really, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a pick four sequence, that's all you need. So it, it right you know, for. Some obvious horses came in afterwards, but it, it paid very well. And then you swept the Friday card at Santa Anita, all the rolling exotics, uh, all six of the pick threes, both $1 pick fours, the best of which paid $352 on a $12 ticket. And then at betonbruce.com on Friday, you had both 50-cent uh, pick fives on a $12 play. You hit for $464, and then for a $6 investment, $251. The pick six for a $72 investment on Friday. That paid $1,610. Well done, Bruce. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. One of those days, just uh, things just go right. No, no question about it. Well, listen, let's get to it. Uh, an eight race card up at Golden Gate. I'll be honest, I haven't looked at them. What do you make of the situation? I know the weather's well, supposed to be good. Yeah, the weather ends all weather up there anyway. So let's go to the eighth race. I know we're all uh, involved in these golden hour uh, plays. A lot of it become very popular, the low takeout. If you play the golden hour double, golden hour pick four. Let's go to the finale. These are lower-level climbers. These are $4,000 horses. And I'm going to roll the dice with a single here. When I say roll the dice, it's with the two little miracle men. It's not that he's a big price. He's 3-1 to one on the line. He takes a fairly substantial drop in class, Mike. From 8,000 to 4,000, he's been in route races. In his last race, he made a move into contention on the end of the turn. He's come up. He came up short. He's been kind of doing that regularly, showing run but not really having much the last eighth of a mile. All his races have been two turns. He shortens up. Here's where I think this could be an aggressive move by the trainer. Uh, is it Taboda Racing Stables? This owner owns a tremendous amount of horses up there, so I think they're just trying to recoup what they uh, invested in this horse originally for 12-5 and trying to get a win into them. Uh, I trust the connections here, and I think the turn back is going to make all the difference. He's the second choice on the program, Mike. In my golden hour exotics, uh, I'm going to single the two in the eighth race. Little miracle, man. 
Bruce, he's uh, he's cutting back what from a flat mile here to six furlongs today, correct? Correct. And he, like I said, I think the wire hit him right between the eyes. I think the stamina. Okay. You know, that he gets out of those races, I think he'll forget to stop here. Going That's the eighth at Golden Gate Fields. Bruce says making number two, Lil Miracle Man. Post time for that. Race eight at Golden Gate, four fifty-eight uh, our time. Come on down to Santa Anita. Nine of them. We start at twelve thirty. Bruce. Well, we'll go with the same race and the same number. Eighth race at Santa Anita. I like the class dropper here, the two, Sherlin Gogo. This is a horse that originally ran at Gulfstream Park. And I bring that up, Mike, because this horse owned two wins at Gulfstream Park, both at a mile and 70 yards. So uh, this horse can go the distance. She was an easy winner two races ago for a restricted 20 and then just got run off her feet against Crimson Rose, against a much better group last out. I don't consider this a suspicious drop because the 20 restricted is kind of equivalent to a 12-5 non-restricted, if that makes any sense. I like her versatility, the fact that she can run long and short, and she can sit off the leaders. I think with maybe a patient ride, sitting off a horse or two, she could be effective. Again, very well spotted here off kind of an ugly running line. Eighth race, let's go with the two. Sherlyn Gogo at 5-2 to two on the morning line. And, Bruce, I haven't talked to anybody. I'll look at the tape when I get up to work, but I like the fact Jeff sticks with Diego Herrera on this yeah. big drop in class. He won on her two back. That's encouraging. I love when the same rider has been successful on a horse, sticks with the horse. They, they know all of their quirks. There's a confidence factor there. If yeah. it's a top rider, right, Mike? I think that that's really important. You know, there were a couple of situations yesterday at Gulfstream Park where guys got kicked off of horses. One didn't do very well. I think it was uh, in the uh, featured turf race. I mean, Kendrick Carmouche was taken off a horse that he'd been undefeated on. I think it was integration. I don't know if you saw that situation. He got kicked off in lieu of uh, Tyler Gaffleone. The result wasn't very good. And then Didia who had been ridden by Chaminade, who has done very well on all of its races. I guess she didn't run well in the Breeders' Cup. He was very successful with her. They threw him off and put a new rider on. Jose Ortiz, that horse got the win. But uh, kind of unfortunate situations there with maybe not the most loyal of owners in those two races at Gulfstream Park. But getting back to your original point, I like the familiarity horse and jockey, even if it's not a top rider and yeah. successful on a horse. No, no doubt about it, but these are the kind of moves that have they've happened forever, and they will continue yeah. to, to happen. Anyway, eighth race, number two, Sherlyn Gogo uh, is going to be Bruce Finkelstein's best bet at Santa Anita today for radio. Post time for race eight at 413 Pacific. What's going on at betonbruce.com? Full card analysis, Santa Anita. We have that rainbow pick six for you laid out. At, uh, it's not going to be all that pricey a ticket at Gulfstream Park. So that's also uh, included with the full card, the, the late races from Gulfstream. We have best bets at Santa Anita with a late pick three in there, some late races also from Golden Gate, Golden Hour plays. Uh, audio is included in a couple of those selections. Check it out at betonbruce.com. Last thing, Bruce, I know you're a, a, a hoopster guy. I missed the double overtime victory by the Lakers last night. I guess LeBron was lights out. Uh, but I did catch the back end of the UCLA. Boy, they, they dominated the Trojans at the Galen Center. I think that's a big win for Mick Cronin and his crew. Yeah, lost a lot of guys. Uh, so yeah. he has to kind of retool this year. That's so, what they're uh, doing. Yeah, exactly. Lost some very good players from last year. So if they're competitive this year, hats off. Cronin's an excellent, really an excellent um, uh, coach for sure. 
everywhere he's been. Hey, Bruce, thanks so much. All the best. Take care. All right, uh, we'll go to Bob Mazursky to close this segment out. Hey, Bob, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you today? Good, good. I, I know you talked about it with uh, John and Bob yesterday. You know, your, your uh, former father-in-law, Mike Martin, we had a, a nice retirement thing for him in the old Turf Club director's room after the races on Sunday. You know, Bob, we don't do much of this kind of stuff anymore, and it, it was just nice to see all the people really enjoyed talking to Mike. His daughter, Jennifer, I thought did a tremendous job setting it all up. And I just want to once again say, and I, I don't mean to belabor it, but the, the, the CHRB, they could never come up with a better guy than, than, than Mike Martin for the job he's done all these many years with his breadth of experience, his people skills, his knowledge of the game. He's got historical context. It, you just don't find it in one guy, and they've had it for a long time with Mike. No doubt. You know, as you said, all the qualities you mentioned, and you know, he's a great people person. He gets along with everybody, and that's what's made him so successful in that job. It's not an easy job to uh, represent the board, but he's done it very, very well for all these years, and uh, retirement's well-deserved, but he's still going to be helping out with them, but uh, yeah. he won't be doing as much as he was doing before. And I know you guys talked about it yesterday, but i got to touch on it. The video that they showed at the end, it was it was shot by, I think, Michael and Corey Wellman, W-E-L-L-M-A-N, parents of Aaron Wellman. It had to be early 80s, uh, one of those bus trips down to Puerto Nuevo for lobster. We used to run six days a week at Del Mar. And just seeing some of the people on that, John Gosden, John Russell, of course, Shu, his wife Cindy, everybody hooping it up, having a good time. Uh, Eddie D and Juanita and Rafe, Sabil and his wife, Dot. I just really enjoyed watching the whole thing and watch people having a good time. And it, it, We used to have a lot more of that in racing. That's about all I can say. Yeah, I agree with you totally. Uh, it didn't look like if they had a good time. I remember everybody talking about those trips back in the day. You know, I didn't get to go to Del Mar that often with the newspaper. They only sent me down there occasionally yeah. to meet back in those days so yeah it was good to see and uh, i know mike enjoyed putting that whole thing together and you know he was glad to to share it well they were able to show the video because the statute of limitations is long since passed <laughs> bob let's make some money who do you like on the nine race card today i'm going to go to a horse you mentioned with uh, brian beach a little earlier i'm a lucky man in race five i just like all the angles there claimed by mark glad double jumping off the team, right adding flankers moving to the grass Kamura rides, and I'm with you. I think if he gets the opportunity, he's certainly a very capable rider. So I'm hoping he can get the money here, 6-1 to one on the morning line, number 8. I'm a lucky man in race 5. Last thing, the Niners, uh, they got it done late when it counted against your Packers last week. What do you make of this game today, Lions uh, 49ers up in Santa Clara? Well, I mean, it would be nice to see the Lions win just for uh, the change and for the franchise that struggled for many, many years. But I have a feeling the Niners are going to improve off the game last week. I don't think they played their best. The Packers played very well. The Niners, I don't think, played their best. They really haven't played a game that meant anything for three weeks. So, And Detroit is just not as quite as good on the road as they are in that dome at, uh, in Detroit. So I think the Niners will get the job done, and then I think it will be a rematch of the Christmas Day game, Baltimore wow. against the San Francisco in the uh, Super Bowl. Hopefully it will be a better game this time if they do play again. Yeah, and we'll have to, hopefully Debo Samuel is going to be able to play uh, for the Niners. Last, last question, Bob, trivia. The last time the Detroit Lions won an NFL championship way before there was anything called the Super Bowl was 1957. Can you name the, the the winning quarterback for the Detroit Lions? The Bobby Lane. Bingo. Yeah, 
a lot like Kenny Stabler, uh, he he refused to let football interfere with his off-field activities. That's what I've heard over the years. Yeah, very much what so. Kind of the person he was. Very much so. <laughs> hey, Bob, always a pleasure. All the best. Good luck today. All right, Mike. Thank you. Thank All right, you. we'll step aside quickly and finish strong. Heading to South Florida, check in with Toby Callett, then take two from upstate New York with Jonathan Hardoon. Folks, this is Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at Santa Anita this winter. First post time on Sunday is at 1230, and our main event is the $100,000 Clockers Corner Stakes for older horses at six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. Don't forget to join the party on all Fridays as we offer free parking and admission, as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. And fans, it's not too early to mark Santa Anita Handicap Day, Saturday, March 2nd on your calendar. The Big Cap, which will be run for the 87th time, will headline a spectacular day of racing. Horse players, check out our new wagering menu. That includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum and the $1 coast-to-coast pick five, which combines five races from both Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita with a low 15% takeout. Additionally, our popular $3 all-turf pick three is back, and it showcases the final three turf races each day. And we've got bigger payouts with $1 trifectas and rolling pick threes. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Live nighttime racing at Los Alamitos is in full swing every Saturday and Sunday with action-packed thoroughbred racing and thrilling quarter horse racing every night. And as always, Los Alamitos features night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. Last Sunday night, the early pick four had a pool of nearly $180,000, while the total pool in the pick six was more than $160,000. And remember, Los Alamitos still offers the $10,000 Pick 6 promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Our total Pick 6 pools average over $60,000 each racing night. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgard Sports Park with a large wagering area and wall-to-wall big-screen TVs. We're all about the horse players. It's a new meet, but great racing is always here. Saturday and Sunday nights at Los Alamitos Racecourse. 
From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HaluaalohaGardenAndKitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. Welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Let's get right down to South Florida and check in with Toby Callett. Toby, a lot going on at Gulfstream. Mandatory payout in that rainbow pick six. Apparently, they're saying that pool could hit $6 million. Well, you know, you didn't think I had, had would have anything to offer at Gulfstream today, did you? <laughs> okay. um, you know, it, it is uh, four of the six races are, are, are very, very, very good betting races. Sadly, uh, the first leg and, uh, and the ninth race, the, uh, the fourth leg, they're both Capetta. So uh, I'm, I'm personally disqualified from participating. I couldn't find enough singles to take two alls in the Capettas. But I will try to help the public out uh, that's playing the pick six and your coast-to-coast pick five. I thought that in the tenth race, uh, one of the more obvious horses in here is the six, Shiki Shabazz. Uh, Tyler Gaffalone uh, reunites uh, with him. Uh, he likes golf green, just uh, like the right spot. But the nightcap, the 11th today, is, is the race that uh, I, I really like a lot. And I think Brian Lynch is holding the, uh, the strong card there with the three. Hello, Hollywood, and the five celebrity row. Uh, I do prefer Hello, Hollywood. And I'm uh, also looking at the one Mama Bella. And please don't overlook the 11th, Twisted Romance. So on 3 5 one, 11, rule like heaven. To hit the 11th race today, but um, maybe some ideas that uh, can take you uh, 40% home in your coast to coast and uh, 33% of the uh, of the Rainbow Six. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of attention. Uh, carryover coming in 928,000, and that Rainbow Six down there races six uh, through 11. The two races uh, that you noted, race 10, uh, that goes at 436 Eastern. And you also said uh, your second choice was the 11th, 
That goes at uh, 506. And you went with number three in there. Hello, Hollywood. Javier Castellano uh, writing for Brian Lynch, correct? Yeah. Yeah. As I say, Lynch has the, has the strong pair in there. He also has the five celebrity row with Jose Ortiz writing. So uh, if your budget will allow, I wouldn't I wouldn't let the other Brian Lynch pieces. You were talking earlier yeah. about the other Dafford. Uh, you don't ever want to get beat by the other, uh, whoever that may be, especially if it's a trainer that you respect. And Lynch is plenty sharp, and he's having a tremendous season. So um, uh, if I play the coast-to-coast uh, or, or anything uh, it's late in the card, the late double or something like that, um, the, the other Lynch won't be defeating me, I can tell you that. What's up at tobycallan.com? All golf stream, all the time, except for that occasional tidbit out your way. Terrific. Toby, thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. All right, uh, let's head to Saratoga Springs. Take two with Jonathan Hardoon. John, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good better. Morning. Hanging in. Thanks to Jake Rich here. You know, he's very sympathetic here on the breaks. I'm able to go in and talk, and I feel better after I talk it out, you know? so There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Two well, hours and you made it. Yeah. Not easy. <laughs> uh, we got nine of them today here locally. Uh, where, where do you feel like going? I feel like going to four of the races that I was going to give out. So I'm audibling, audibling, audibling. This is audibleizing. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Let's look at the fifth race today, six furlongs on the turf. And I hate to pick against Bob Mazzorsi because he usually beats me when I'm in the same race. However, I like the number seven horse in here, Papa Tiger, a five-year-old gelding from the Adam Kitchenman barn. I like the rider switch today to Edwin Maldonado. The horse is listed at eight to one on the morning line. Second start back off of a layoff. Cuts back to six furlongs after trying six and a half last time. I think Maldonado is going to step on the gas and take him wire to wire. Number seven, Papa Tiger, upsets and wins today's fifth race out of seven. Hey John, thanks for mentioning Edwin Maldonado. I meant to mention, you know, he he was out with a shoulder injury. It happened a, a training mishap. Horse wheeled, I think. He went down, landed awkwardly. There was fear that he might be out three months. His first day back was Friday. Doug O'Neill put him on a horse by the name of Lamborghini in the first race. I know the horse was odds on, but it was so good to see Edwin get it done. Injuries have really hurt his progress here in Southern California over the years. He gets rolling, then some goofy thing happens. There was another training mishap at Del Mar. Like, I think it was about seven or eight years ago. It was up in a quarter-mile shoot. Horse coming out of the gate, just he's such a good rider, and he continues to be underrated. So, I, I'm I'm glad you mentioned him. Yeah, and listen, Mike, not 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 many riders are better on the front end than him. And uh, when he gets on a horse that has any speed, he gets it out of them. And you're right, he's a terrific rider. He's underrated. And listen, he rides in a great colony. But when he gets his shot, he's never disappointed. He's there. Uh, Jonathan Hard doing on behalf of the Rags and Sheets says. In race number five, it's number seven, Papa Tiger, with that guy Edwin Maldonado. He rides here for Adam Kitchingman. Tell us about the website, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com, John. Three best plays, $10, full car, $25. Today we have Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Oakland, and, of course, San Anita Sorge. Let, let me ask you, John, on a day like this, uh, do you take in some football with the racing, or are you just still focused totally on the sport of Kings? You know, I leave it on in the background. You know, I don't yeah. I don't bet sports, but I like to listen and watch. And I, there are teams actually. I'm rooting for the Lions. I, I just like them. You know, and, I know. Uh, 
It's a big challenge, but it's a great story. They deserve to win. Well, and the good news, I think for everybody, the weather is good up there. That said, they have had problems with that turf up there. You know, they talk about our game. We, we've, you know, you see Churchill's had issues. Santa Anita, Del Mar, we've all had issues at one time or another uh, with turf. But they've got a hybrid rye up there in Santa Clara. And, you know, it just it just seems like you don't get the traction that you should really be getting. Hopefully everything's great today. Yeah, hopefully they get through with no injuries, just like horse racing. Things happen. and uh, They do. You know, it's tough. It's tough, and you know, you're dealing with athletes and human beings, and uh, they make sharp turns, and uh, they don't always agree with the rest of the body when they make those turns, yeah. but uh, hopefully everything stays intact. John, enjoy the day. Thank you so much. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. Folks, again, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to all my sponsors, and again, thanks to Mr. Jake Rich uh, here in studio, filling some big shoes with Leilani Mabry now on her way to the WNBA and Division One College uh, Basketball. Thanks so much, uh, Jake. Folks, uh, we'll talk to you next week, and hope to see you real soon at Santa Anita. We'll tee it up at 12.30 today, a good nine-race program. So long. You have been listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, brought to you by Little Joe's Fresh Mix and the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia. Great food and ice-cold beer seven days a week. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Visit angels.com slash ticket plans or call 888-796-HALO to buy the ticket package that's best for you in 2024. Pick the games you want and don't miss out on great seats at the best price. Visit angels.com slash ticket plans or call 888-796-HALO today. I love this song. I love nachos. Loving everything? You might be buzzed. You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign.